Hi, everyone. My name is Jyothi, and you're listening to Tech Talks with Wibbit. Welcome back to Tech Talks with Wibbit. I am your host, Jyothi, and today we are going to launch into legal technology. In today's episode, we will be discussing legal tech and the products available for firms to rebuild and improve the way they provide legal services. So what is legal tech? Legal technology refers to the use of technology software and solutions that support the legal industry and offer better, more efficient legal services. The legal industry is often viewed as antiquated due to the continuous use of traditional practices and slow acceptance of new technologies and services. The first legal tech tool, the dictation machine, started being used in the 1950s. Lawyers used them to record client meetings, and the information was transcribed by an assistant at a later point in time. In the late 1970s, law firms began using word processing computers to create legal documents faster. And in the 80s, many lawyers began using personal computers and word processing to create and store documents and spreadsheets. In the early 2000s, we saw the first virtual law office and earliest version of cloud-based legal software. Not until 2015, however, when AI and machine learning was introduced to law firms, did we see the rapid change that many other industries saw in earlier times in terms of technology. Now, the legal industry has begun to progress much quicker, finally accepting the need to embrace technology once and for all. And as the legal tech market is predicted to reach a revenue value of over $25 billion by 2025, it's clear that the development of legal technology will transform the way we practice law. The people who continue to push for the integration of technology in the legal industry are known as legal tech evangelists or the archangels of innovation. They are ambitious, young, innovative, and tech-savvy individuals who are constantly sending their colleagues articles on legal innovation and reading up on the latest tech trends. They are the driving force behind the legal innovation movement, and even though they should be celebrated, they are often never acknowledged or supported. For non-law firm companies like Google and Microsoft, There are innovation programs for employees that nurture their innovative mind and spirit. And while some law firms have established legal labs to test new technologies and see if they fit with the lawyers and company, many law firms do not reward innovation. Law firms must open up separate innovation tracks to encourage and nurture new technology acknowledge and reward those eager to advance the company, and genuinely commit to the use of legal technology in order to truly improve their firm and the industry. Most legal tech evangelists have already left their law firms due to the stifling conditions. However, it doesn't have to be this way. Law firms can gain a lot by utilizing the evangelists' drive to optimize firms' own way of doing business. Enabler technologies, support process solutions, and substantive law technology are the three main types of legal tech. First, enabler technology deals with the digitizing of legal data. 
Secondly, support process solutions include solutions for accounting, business development, back office work, human resources, document management, and case management. These two types of legal technology mainly deal with administrative issues. Substantive law technology, however, provides basic and advanced support solutions and do-it-yourself solutions for legal disputes and case analysis. There are two types of settings in which legal tech services are used, B2B and B2C. B2B, business to business. In a general sense, B2B refers to a form of transaction between two or more businesses. In terms of the legal tech industry specifically, B2B refers to when legal tech firms sell their services directly to other companies. Services usually include legal dispute management, business management, and cloud-based solutions. The B2B legal tech market is forecasted to earn $7.66 billion in revenue in 2021 alone in North America. Despite the North American market's prediction to increase revenue to $10 billion by 2025, the market is forecasted to grow even faster in Europe with the compound annual growth rate of 5.6% between 2019 and 2025. Overall, though, B2B services are projected to account for over 90% of the revenue generated in the legal tech market in both continents. B2C, or business to consumer, indicates the process of firms selling products and services directly to consumers who are the end users of the good. Typically, B2C legal tax services focus on providing consumers with more access to justice, eliminating the need for a lawyer that may have previously existed. Services include e-conveyancing and dispute resolution. A common example of services provided are document drafting platforms for wills and divorce documents. As the legal tech industry slowly moves into the technological world, AI, or artificial intelligence, is being pushed to the forefront as one of the key products used to provide more effective services. In our everyday world, we see AI when we speak to Amazon's Alexa or open our iPhone using facial recognition. In the legal world, AI is used a little differently. While lawyers continue to control the behavior of law firms and legal service providers, AI has begun automating standard functions, especially after the fees generated as a result of billable hours and headcount came under scrutiny, with consumers pushing more for cost efficiencies from law firms. There are four broad categories of use for legal AI. Categorization, correlation, recommendations, and inputting. First, let's explore categorization. AI categorizes facts, behaviors, data, specific case types, and related structures. In terms of correlation, legal AI predicts and creates foresight from historical data and facts. This means the AI can help answer questions like, will we win this case if we go to trial? based on the analysis of similar cases. Next, AI software can generate recommendations on actions and decisions based on access to prior relevant information. Finally, inputting. 
AI analyzes patterns from partial records to construct the full picture. For instance, inputting missing evidence or partial records allows AI to reconstruct a crime scene. There are also more specific, focused areas in which legal AI is used to help lawyers. The first being case document review. eDiscovery, which was the first AI used in law, is software that allows numerous documents to be surveyed and identifies those relevant to the search criteria. Relativity is a legal tech startup that is used by lawyers to store, index, and search various documents. It's used by almost all of the 200 biggest law firms in the United States. Experts from the company have been hired to build law firms' own internal e-discovery departments. This company and use of AI saves time and money, and the option generates more accurate outcomes than when lawyers do it. Next, AI can save time, money, and resources by automating case procedures. For difficult cases, AI advises legal experts to make decisions more efficiently and effectively. AI algorithms can also review contracts by looking at the differences, identifying similarities, and giving foresight. Salzar Law Firm's implementation of tech is a prime example of how technology aids lawyers. Salzar Law Firm is located outside of Miami and practices in areas such as reorganization and bankruptcy, corporate and transactions, data privacy and new media, and trial and legal disputes. The firm is an alternate to big law. This use of technology is essential to maintaining a business model that depends on staying small and agile to efficiently and effectively service their clients. Salzar Law Firm uses Ross products to achieve their goals. Ross builds AI-driven products that curate relevant law passages for lawyers tasked with developing arguments for cases. The use of these legal tech services has helped the law firm respond faster to opposing counsel and reduce time when it comes to getting precise answers necessary to win cases. AI can also be used on a larger scale in the industry by predicting the number of outcomes of cases heard by the United States Supreme Court. In 2014, the law firm of Michigan State University created a software that was able to get an accuracy rating of 70% across 7,700 rulings. Similarly, Washington University professors created an algorithm in 2004 that forecasted Supreme Court decisions. The algorithm results were compared with the results collected from a team of legal practitioners. The algorithm had a success rate of 75%. This application of AI is a key way predictive analytics can be used to solve issues. As more information is given to the software, the more sophisticated the program will become, causing the results to become even more accurate. Law firms have also intertwined technology into their businesses by building legal chatbots to help clients slash consumers. Imagine having a legal question and you just can't seem to find a credible, informative answer and source online. Well, with legal chatbots, consumers simply need to take out their phone, open an app, ask a question, and wait for a robot lawyer to respond. 
While human lawyers should be asked the tough, hard-hitting questions, the reality is that legal chatbots are programmed to provide answers to basic legal questions like, what are the custody rules that apply in regards to my children when I divorce my husband? More importantly, legal chatbots have the power to help those who have no way of seeking in-person legal counsels. For instance, refugees looking to make asylum claims can easily open a chatbot app, ask their question, and the chatbot will determine the person's rights, propose some options, and might even file documents on the refugee's behalf. Additionally, legal technology has made it easier, cheaper, and less time-consuming to understand and sign contracts. Smart contracts insert programming codes on certain blockchains, or decentralized databases not stored in one location or under one entity's control. The smart contract sets the rules, obligations, and benefits like a normal contract would, but automatically executes them once the event has occurred or task has been fulfilled. Now, this technology isn't going to get rid of traditional contracts anytime soon. We are still in the early stages, but it does symbolize the power and ability legal technology has in order to transform the legal world for consumers. A company that took advantage of and mastered legal tech services was L'Oreal. L'Oreal is the world's largest cosmetic company, specifically producing hair color, skincare, and makeup products. In 2019, the legal team at L'Oreal Australia and New Zealand found it difficult to manage the amount of daily work they had to complete. The team began using Plexus to free up more time. Plexus is a legal automation tool that delivers legal tasks quicker, more consistently, and more cost-effectively through document automation, contract life management, and matter management. Their product has helped the L'Oreal team to self-serve day-to-day legal tasks and saves them hours of time when generating agreements, such as influencer agreements. The legal team now has more time to focus on things that matter thanks to the legal tech service offered by Plexus. Overall, the legal tech industry is a slow but evolving industry that has the power to revolutionize the way the world conducts legal business. However, it's important to note that the legal industry is not going to change anytime soon to the point where robots will be handling murder cases. For now, simple tech services for consumers and time-saving tools for lawyers are enough. But it's important to understand and accept the introduction of technology into an industry that remained hesitant to dive into the tech revolution, as technology will continue to develop and expand and remain in our lives forever. This wraps up our eighth episode of the podcast, and we want to give a big thank you to our listeners for joining us. We encourage you to connect with us on Instagram at wibbit underscore Kelly, where you can find more information about women in business technology at Kelly, as well as any updates with the podcast. In the meantime, stay tuned for the next episode of Tech Talks with Wibbit, coming soon.